Hey, hey guys, in this episode, I'm going to talk about um, Hotep Jesus and some interesting stuff I'm gleaming from an interview with him on a Bitcoin podcast. There's a Bitcoin podcast called What Bitcoin Did, and um, it looks like it's going to be a really good starting point to learn about Bitcoin and probably some blockchain technologies. And the guy interviewed Hotep Jesus. I've talked about him before. Uh, I'll give a little bit of an intro again. And then I start to talk about some ideas um, that I gleamed from the debate or from the discussion. We're, I'm going to talk a, a little bit about equity versus uh, salary. I'm going to talk about Bitcoin versus BSV a little bit, uh, why I support a vision of Bitcoin and a more decentralized world. So take a listen. Also, you can follow me on my website, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Follow me on my YouTube, T-A-Y-L-O-R space, S-T-U-C-H, Taylor Stutch. You can uh, subscribe. Um, email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com, T-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O, the number one at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, tstuch1. Okay, guys, thank you. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, let's discuss some Bitcoin, some Hotep Jesus, some Hotep Jesus. Um, so first off, uh, I've talked about Hotep Jesus previously, uh, probably even recently. Um, he is part of a Hotep movement uh, that's kind of like a black empowerment movement, but it's not like you'd think it's uh, traditionally, it's not like Black Panthers and stuff. Um, it's a movement about like I've said, bringing like economic knowledge and knowledge of history. Um, and it's really not just – it's not just about black empowerment. It's really about everybody learning about history, economics, business um, because those are the ways that we can succeed in the world. So he's really about explaining that, you know, his journey. He talks a lot about that. Um, anyway, he was on a podcast, uh, the What Did Bitcoin – What Bitcoin Did – is um, uh, the podcast, I believe. And let me see what Bitcoin did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the podcast is what Bitcoin did. Uh, and he in, the guy interviewed, I guess he talks a lot about Bitcoin, obviously. Um, and he had Hotep Jesus on, and they did a lot. They talked a lot of, about a lot of stuff. I'm actually not totally finished with the interview. But, you know, we learned a little bit about Hotep Jesus. So I want to talk a little bit about his history and then move on into some of the stuff about the interview and why it's such a big deal and what's going on. Um, so Hotep Jesus, uh, I have listened to him before, but I didn't really pick up on his background. He used to be a rapper. Uh, I did not – I totally forgot about that. He, I guess he probably said it on the Joe Rogan experience. He used to be a rapper, used to be into hip-hop um, and was doing some touring, was, uh, was touring with LMFAO I think um, or at least was doing maybe some shows connected with them or somehow. Anyway, he got uh, – he worked really hard to get with some people that were close to 50 Cent. And he basically – he got in with some people through some hustling, some hard work, 
making some connections and started working uh, next to people that were founding companies. And with the knowledge and experience he gained from that, then he was able to turn around and start helping companies himself. Now, uh, I want to say here, what I really like about this guy's take is he made a key distinction here. He talked about you don't get rich holding U.S. dollars. You get rich with equity. And I really, um, I mean, so as somebody who is extremely interested in business, of course, I've been, uh, you know, basically jerking off to Peter Thiel's book the last few days, uh, Zero to One. Um, I love business. I And I don't mean like you, um, the uh, kind of bullshit uh, stuff we have going on today in the economy where it's like, you know, crony capitalism, where it's just a bunch of bankers trying to ruin the world. I mean, I love the hustle, the grind, um, you know, things like I love hearing stories about how people got started like uh, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or you know, um, Elon Musk and, and Peter Thiel, these guys listening to their hustle is incredible. And Peter Thiel himself also talks about equity as well. Uh, people, you know, obviously equity is a powerful thing. If you don't know what equity is, it is just having a stake in a company. And what I mean by stake is it's owning, it's owning a piece of a company. And so, um, what Hovtep Jesus is talking about, the, I believe the reason he says you don't get rich, you know, he said that he had to move from taking a salary from these companies he was working with to getting equity, to getting equity stakes in these companies because he was working with companies to try to, I guess, probably help with marketing, probably help with uh, – I see Hotep Jesus as more of a, a distribution guy on the sales and marketing end um, as opposed to the actual development of the technology. He's a smart guy. He says he's worked with computers, but clearly he's not a techie dude. He's not a nerd. Um, and no offense to any nerds out there, but that's just not his thing. He's more of a marketing guy, sales guy, still extremely important parts of a business. So um, he talked about how working with these companies, he started learning not to take a salary, but to take equity. Now, why would he do that? From my understanding, the reason that somebody would do that is because what? For one, it, but it's risky, right? It's definitely risky. If you hold dollars, uh, you risk inflation. If you hold equity, you risk the whole thing going to zero tomorrow. Uh, you know, if I buy stock in a company that goes bankrupt, my and my stock is worth nothing. You know, maybe I had sixty thousand dollars in there, it disappears. Um, if I own sixty thousand U.S. dollars. It's not likely going to go to zero overnight, but it could. Now, uh, the reason that he talks about you get wealthy with equity is because if you get in with the right companies, which you don't always know what are going to be the right companies, uh, those companies that are successful can multiply the value of themselves by many, many times. It's I guess it's kind of what uh, VCs do, uh, venture capitalist firms. They help uh, provide funding for startup companies. In return, they get a piece of equity. And as a result of that, when a company like Facebook is valued at several billion dollars or Amazon is valued at several billion dollars, their maybe $1 million investment has been multiplied by, you know, 10, you know, 1,000x, uh, you know, 1050x of what their initial investment was. And so that's the thing about equity. 
One is it, it gives you a much bigger upside potential than holding currency. Uh, the other part about holding equity is that um, it's if you have good companies that bring legitimate value, there's a good chance they like if there's an economic crash, right? Where if there's like a, a you know dollar inflation or something like that, which we know is going to happen, um, a good company can hold has the potential to hold its value better than a weak currency. And so it's like if you look at the U.S. stock market right now, for example, uh, if you just have U.S. dollars, like you know, I mean, I have a couple of little things here or there, um, like Bitcoin and a couple other, like an ETF for you know gold and stuff like that, but super small amounts. But basically, uh, if you have your money in the stock market, say the S and P five hundred, uh, you ha- you know some companies that are doing f- well in the S and P five hundred. With the massive money printing that's going on uh, by the Federal Reserve, those companies are going to benefit, whereas the rest of the United States and the world could potentially suffer. So non-financial entities um, have the potential to really suffer from excessive money printing because inflation raises the cost of everything, raises the cost of living, sometimes beyond what is uh, practical to actually survive. So that's one of the things about having your money in dollars as opposed to having your money in companies or stocks. Um, and that is one thing that uh, Hotep Jesus talks about, is how he learned to take his money out of a salary and start putting it in equity. However, as I've just said, that is risky, right? It is a risky business. Putting your money into equity is like, you know, for example, Facebook could have a big scandal or there could be a shuffle at the top or you know over time the investment could go to zero. Now of course US dollars could go to zero too. Some would argue that over 100 years it has lost 100% of its value nearly but anyway you get the point. But if you invest in equity with a company then you have the potential for massive upside if things go right. I don't know how much Hotep Jesus is worth but it's worth enough for him to keep on going. Um, I would be curious to see his net worth but I would like to point out again, this is why I see him as more of a distribution guy. He's more sales and marketing because that's clearly what he's good at. Um, he has built himself a following online, and he's doing a pretty good job of it, I have to say. So uh, why is he on this podcast? He's on this podcast really to talk about a debate he had uh, about BSV and Bitcoin. So first off, let's see. What is BSV? Um BSV BSV is a cryptocurrency. BSV is a cryptocurrency created as a result of Bitcoin Cash hard fork. Actually, it was introduced a little prior to the fork in August 2018. On November 15th, the blockchain has officially split into two competing coins, Bitcoin ABC, adjusted block size cap, and Bitcoin SV, Satoshi Vision. Ah, okay. So um, basically, it is a competing cryptocurrency with Bitcoin, and there's a lot of interesting stuff behind it. So I am just now, you know, I get I like to play in this space a little bit in terms of learning about it and reading about it. Um, I talked a little bit about the debate between Peter Schiff and Anthony Pompliano last week, but I don't, I'm not super educated in Bitcoin, so I'm trying to learn what's going on here. So uh, let me hold on here, run some ads. We'll be right back. All right, so um, basically, uh, 
what's going on here is that he had a debate. Uh, Hotep Jesus hosted a debate between a, some guys that were pro Bitcoin SV, which is a another cryptocurrency, and it was created off of Bitcoin Cash, which is a different cryptocurrency from Bitcoin. And um, there's a huge, apparently, there's a war going on. Listening to this podcast was actually really enlightening because I learned that there is a uh, competing, I guess there's competing factions. So uh, there are many, di- first off, there are many different um, cryptocurrencies, guys. In case you didn't know, if this is your first time hearing about it, there are all types. There's uh, Bitcoin, there's Bitcoin Cash, there's Ethereum, there's this Bitcoin SV, there's uh, Litecoin, there's Monero, there's all types of uh, you know Ripple. There's many different types of cryptocurrencies. Now, within these different cryptocurrency communities, there are various um, – you know, there are some people that just do their work and they just go about their business, but there are also very big proponents of this. So for example, Anthony Pompliano is a huge proponent of Bitcoin. He is all over the place talking about it, how people need to get on board. He's an advocate of blockchain technology. Blockchain technology, as a little side note here, is actually super interesting to me. I can totally see why people are enthusiastic about it and how it could be – people are talking about it being Web 3.0, the next evolution in the internet. So uh, that's going to be super interesting to see. Anyway, um, you also have you have Anthony Pompliano being very big into Bitcoin. You have other people that are huge into other coins. So on the internet, uh, each of these people are kind of in different factions. And it's so funny because when you take a step back in real life, you don't realize this. So if you get on Twitter or something, um, you start to see how if you follow different people, you get into different groups. And within those different groups, you see different group dynamics. So uh, people will you know, talk about how great their ideas are, how shitty the other people are. They'll attack other Twitter accounts, stuff like that. It's a very – Twitter is a super interesting place to be. Um, I can totally attest to how ridiculous some people are on all the sides. So I was on the Bitcoin, the crypto Twitter, um, and I asked a question about, you know, Anthony Pompliano keeps saying that because China's developing blockchain technology, the U.S. government needs to do something similar. Like we need to have a digital U.S. dollar. So for me, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Um, I understand, you know, like I guess I don't. I understand that blockchain blockchain technology is going to be beneficial for the world. Um, you know, of course, I'm sure there's downsides as well, like that shit never disappears. That being said, I want to know what's going on here. Um, why does China developing a blockchain push the U.S. to develop a government-backed blockchain as well? Like, why do we need this? And it was so interesting because even though I am a fan of Bitcoin, it really did make me be like, okay, never become like these guys. Because some of these guys underneath my post were all saying the same thing. They would say things like, well, if China does it, we're going to be left behind. If China does it, we're going to be left behind. If China does it, we're going to be left behind. That was like the argument that I kept seeing over and over and over again. But no one could answer me why this is a race to win. Right, And the way I would like to think about it is this. 
if uh, I'm walking down the street and somebody goes, on your marks, get set, go, and starts running in a particular direction, you don't just start running in that direction, right? Like you don't just jump in the race and say, okay, well, I don't want to be second, <laughs> right? You know, you got to know what the fuck are you racing for? Right? Is this like, are you racing for money? Are you are you saving? Is this for charity? Why why is this race even happening? Like, there needs to be a reason uh, for. I need to understand why this is important. Why is it important that the U.S. government develops a blockchain for the U.S. dollar? Um, because China's doing it. As far as I'm concerned, I don't understand why China developing a blockchain affects the U.S. government. Um, I don't understand why we want the U.S. government to develop a blockchain. I want a decentralized world. I don't want a more centralized world. So why the fuck do I want the government to develop blockchain? I would rather have competing blockchains if that's even possible. Um, And so that's what I wanted to say. Anyway, I I went off on that tangent because um, this guy, uh, what what Bitcoin did, asks – uh, Hotep Jesus, what he thinks about the Bitcoin community. And Hotep Jesus says the Bitcoin community is like a bunch of liberals, a bunch of pussy hat wearing liberals. And um, he meant that because they're overly emotional. And I have to agree with him mostly. Uh, there are some really awesome guys on Bit- on Twitter, cri- on crypto, crypto Twitter. Uh, guys like a- Anthony Pompliano, I think, is a fantastic example. He pumps, pumps, pumps Bitcoin like there's no tomorrow. That being said, I don't see him getting upset and butthurt about anything. And he, I think he knows what he's talking about. I think that he has a really good understanding about what he wants to see in the future. He's got a good vision of the future. He's trying to make that vision become a reality. Um, and so it's really – you know, I would just have to say I totally agree with Hotep Jesus on that. Um, and currently what I'm learning about this is how um, how there is a conflict between – well, I'm not finished with this interview. And when I am finished with it, then I would love to come and talk more about this. But there is a uh, – there are apparently quite a – there's quite a bit of conflict online between the different competing cryptocurrencies and who's going to come out to win big. Um, I also want to sit – I want to point out something here. I am not the first to say this. I will not be the last to say this, and I could be way far behind. But without understanding everything about what's going on in terms of Bitcoin, crypto, blockchain, it does seem like we truly are on the cusp of the next revolution. Um, So – and I hope – One reason I've been pushing, I've been writing, talking, and making videos about decentralization is because uh, I was reminded a little bit about a thing I saw, an interview with Peter Thiel on Dave Rubin, how he talked about how AI is the akin to a a very uh, authoritarian, basically authoritarian governments are going to want AI. People that want freedom are going to want blockchain. Right, so the people that want uh, AI are going to want centrally controlled, centrally monitored technologies. The people that want m- the most freedom and decentralization are going to want um, blockchain, or at least you know people who want decentralization of power are going to want blockchain technologies and crypto. So that's where I stand on this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say peace and sign out on this one. Um, 
when I finish this interview, I will talk some more about it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. You can follow me on my website, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Follow me on my YouTube, T-A-Y-L-O-R, space Stutch, S-T-U-C-H. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, tstuch1, T-S-T-U-C-H-1. Send me an email, tayradio1 at gmail.com, T-A-Y radio1 at gmail.com. Um, and that is it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.